welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dotson, here with my fellow nerd, Mike Yozovich. Hello. And today's a great day, Mike. Draft day. Draft day, baby. Uh, we're actually recording this podcast on a Sunday for the first time ever. Right. Well, first time in probably about a year. Yeah, probably about a year. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's uh, it's draft day. We're here. Well, at least you and I are here already. We're right. the first ones. So early, early bird gets a worm, right? Right. Or gets a rookie. So might as well kill two birds with one stone, right? Yeah. So we'll still air it on Wednesday. So the draft will be over. Uh, I'll still feel jubilated and excited about my awesome draft that I'm about to have here in about two hours. Right. And I feel like I can give away all my draft secrets because no one's going to hear. No one's going to hear until Wednesday. Except right. for me. Right. Who picks ahead of you. Right. So but that's all right. I mean, we our audience becomes comes first, right? And I think I think we, we've already come to the point we know who each other likes. And Right. I mean, uh, I don't hide anything. Yeah. I mean, our rankings are on the board. So right. uh, today we're going to talk. But so I will be updating my rankings after the draft. The draft right. Yeah, I I went through and updated my quarterbacks this morning. Uh, okay, just because I felt, hey, yeah, no yeah, need. I'm, I'm having a conundrum here right now because like, um, one of the things that I that I do do is look at next year's draft. So last year was the year of the wide receivers. This year's the year, and I took like I had we do six round drafts. I had seven picks. I acquired an additional one, so I took six out of seven wide receivers. Mm-hmm. It was the year of the wide receiver. This year's the year of the running back. And next year, if you look ahead, is there's going to be a ton of quarterbacks ton coming of quarterbacks. out of the draft. So now I'm starting. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of questioning maybe do I, because I do have David Carr in our dynasty, you know, in the Dynasty Nerds League. In RG3. And RG3. And Joe Flacco. And Joe Flacco. It's like, do I roll the dice? I really love James Winston. It's it's way out. It's if you, out there, If you right? listen to the podcast, you know. And it, and that's why everybody in our league just is automatically assuming Mike with the eighth pick is it's taking James, James Winston. Winston. Right. Except and I for really, me, because I've been telling everybody, I was like, I bet he does not take James Winston. I, I like James Winston a ton. I think he's going to be sweet. However, it, it, the, the part of me, it's, it pains me. It's like, it's the year of the running back. And w- w- you're not going to take a running back. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I should take a running back. Or or you, the, the talent running back pushes the receivers down a little bit to you. Mm-hmm. And a guy like Nelson Aguilar is stand, staring you in the face, who you might have six on your board or, you know, right there. And here you are at, are at eight. I'll and, tell you what. To me, like right now, it's in, you know, obviously between me, you, me and you, this is privileged information. Don't take this yes. out, you know, when we're doing our war room talks. And we're lucky but, because I do pick ahead of you, so it does not. It doesn't, yes. It, between, it's, I might take Amir Abdullah. Which he's going right after me, I believe. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Now, that might be false advertisement as well, and there's been a lot of trade work. Well, and make... we know how our work trade draft works. Our league, people are treat, like we've said a thousand times, they treat draft picks like NFL picks all the way up until the draft. Right. In the draft, when you're on the clock, we see numerous trades go down during our rookie draft, which we do hold in person. We actually hold our drafts in person. We do not do them online. Uh, it's one of the things we've always done over the years. Uh, we like the camaraderie of it. And if uh, to be in our Dynasty Nerd League, and you know, a majority of everybody's been in the league for the entire existence, you have to live within the vicinity. But Amir Abdullah, that'd be a, that'd be, if he does fall to you, that's a, that's a nice target at eight. Definitely in a running back draft. Um, 
Because I'm, I, you know, it's like, I feel like I might be able to roll the dice one more year at quarterback, but I'm in that I've won the, we have three, four team divisions. I won my division the last two years. Right. So like, but I'm in that borderline where like, I don't know if I have enough power to move forward. I don't know. It's like, I, can I get over that hump or am I just like kind of stuck eight? seven eight nine like in that range you and know what i mean and that's a yeah and that hurts as well because you know drafting Jameis winston's not putting you over it's not giving me hump. a player to help for this this particular. year so it's like which is I, what you're trying to do which which what is exactly what i'm trying to do it's like do i draft a, so my my thought process for our since we're talking about rookie draft strategy mm-hmm. it's like do i stay do i make one more push try to get like a guy that can help me this year like amir abdullah if i can mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because running back is the weakness of my position. My wide receivers are good enough, you know. Weakness is at running back, Correct. basically, which is a, which a lot of people do find right uh, there. So, you know, maybe you try and move up for a running back, right? Uh, maybe you sit there and go Yeldon Abdullah, even though Algalore is the best player, Winston's the best player. It's not necessarily the best fit for your team, right? So you make the decision, hey. I bet somebody else really wants Brashad Perriman or Al Galore. And you move back a little bit, and then you take the running back that you still could have got, like a Duke Johnson or Tevin Coleman, at pick 2-1 or one twelve. Right. I which think, is nice. I think if I stay, I'm going to take Winston. I have no problems with it because at the end of the day, I, I do want to take the best player available. And for me, I do like Winston a lot. So I'd be all right with that. But I am toying around based off the fact that there's going to probably be probably five first round quarterbacks next year in the NFL draft. Correct. So, and I don't think based off right now, a year ahead of time, it doesn't look like the talent pulls it as deep for next year as it is the last two years. At running back. I just think overall. Yeah. And then, I mean, there's some, or there's could be oh, some overall, junior. Correct. Right. Oh, I think, over, I think next year we're going to come back to reality with, a, I think the last two years drafts have been very rich in very talent. so. I think next year is going to come back to reality. And now there might be some guys, some juniors that come out that we, you know, that aren't on the radar Kevin right White's now. of the world. That's the right. big step forward. And, and there's going to be every right, year. There's going to be those guys. hundred percent. So let's, let's take a step back here for one minute. Uh, and I want to cover a couple of things here. Yeah, you, sure. We, we just hit three things that are really good yep. points. The first one is one that you stated for draft strategy is looking the cl- looking ahead, you know, stop and looking ahead. But before we even get there, let's go with the very first thing you said, best player available. Now, this is something that we've talked about before. It's really, it should be really, really important to your dynasty team is taking the best player available in the first round. If you can get through right. it through the whole, the whole draft, that's, that's key as well. But you don't want to make the mistake of taking somebody like a Bishop Sankey three overall last year in this extremely deep draft because you need a running back. And how I mentioned to Mike about you know, possibly trading down, if you feel like you have to reach, and it's somebody you've seen through the mock drafts or the rankings, now unless this is your own personal rankings and you you think Bishop Sankey is the next Ladanian Tomlinson, and then you take him there, then that's fine too. But you should also just be aware of what's going on. You know, obviously you're, you've taken you've taken steps to do this. You listen to the podcast. You use the website. You you know you you are doing things to help make your dynasty team better just by listening to this podcast. So if you know somebody like a Duke Johnson can be had at around pick 10 and you know, all the other, the running backs go high, but you really want to take a running back. You just don't take the guy there. You trade back and you may, you might end up giving the pick away. You may take pick 10 from pick six 
and just get an extra third out of it. But you still get your guy and you still get that third. You know, and that third might turn into a Rob Gronkowski. Does it, is it, or maybe you can get like a Clive Walford or maybe you take Matt Jones and he turns out to be good in the NFL. And people look at you like, wow, you got nothing. But at the same time, you still got your guy. Right. And you just got an extra pick out of it. Or maybe you can get like an, uh, an age vet. Maybe you can get somebody like a Roddy White and Andre Johnson. You know, you could play hard. Which hardball. I would probably rather d- maybe do than take anything less than a like a I'd third. I'd take anything less than a second. Right. Okay. Personally. So I, I feel like you can still like still I, be a I'll, roll, pick. I'll roll my dice with a third. You a know third? what I mean? It just depends on the type. It's of gonna be a late vet. third, almost fourth. But yeah, right. I mean, but most like or like a, a vet, be like you know. Depends uh, on what type of veteran, but one that would contribute. I would take a guy proven talent over. I mean, that's what I did last year. I moved up from. I had like two, three in a mm-hmm. draft I, I traded for, and I moved from two, three to one, twelve, and I gave up Dennis Pitta, and I got a third back for this year. Right, because I wanted my guy, and he, and that, and that's exactly what he did. Tommy at Dynasty Time Air League, he was taking Austin Safarian Jenkins at one twelve. Mm-hmm. He really wanted a tight end. That's who he liked, but he knew that he can get him at one three, or two three. Two three, huh? And he also so he took Pitta as an assurance, right. which it didn't work out as well. Uh, I took Terrence West, so it didn't work out as well. Right, yeah, you'll have that. I mean, that's something you really want to concentrate on as well, too. And maybe it's just a couple spots. You know, maybe maybe you still, like, reach a little bit in the eyes of the public, but you still get your guy. Like I said, if Duke Johnson's going or Tevin Coleman's going at 111 in most drafts, like 111, 112, you move back to 110. They're sure that you get him. Right. And then worst-case scenario, you know, somebody else reaches ahead of you and takes him. It still pushes another talent back to you to take best player available. Right. So again, you want to take best player available because here's the way to look at it: is if you don't need a running back and you have the, or if you don't need a receiver, right? You're loaded at receiver and you really need a running back. Because you, you could never have too many running backs. Yes. So that argument's out the window. Yeah. So I think for the other positions, where you're gonna, what you're about to say, yeah, at you, wide receiver, you don't need a receiver at all, and. Right. You have the third pick in the draft, or the, say you have the fourth pick in the draft, okay? Mm-hmm. You don't need a receiver at all because you just, that's, you, that's what you've been hitting on. You know, you've had late-round picks. And it comes to you, and you're on the clock, and Melvin Gordon's off the board, Todd Gurley's off the board, and you have the fourth pick in the draft. So you have two options here. Because then when Amari Cooper, you could take Kevin White, maybe right. you like Devontae Parker, which I wouldn't argue with either. Either or. Okay, either or. Or you can reach a little bit and take TJ Yeldon. Right. In now, that instance, you would take best player available or trade back. Yes, which would because, be Kevin White. Because if you take the wide receiver, I personally like Devontae Parker, but that's not yeah, this is a, isn't the argument that yeah. we're having. But so you take the wide receiver and either either that wide receiver is because it's best available, is so good that he does crack your lineup and it pushes one of your other wide receivers out of the lineup now making him available to trade. trade. Or the rookie does so well that he's available for trade and you can maybe possibly use that player, though that asset to get another position of need. And better made, and than better, the guy you would have Better taken. than the guy you probably would have drafted. Because at the same time, every time you go back a slot and Hopefully that makes anything. that makes sense. I think but, to yeah. me it makes sense. Right. Yeah. Because the point is you can take that that prospect and that draft slot and you can get you can trade it later for exactly what you wanted and and more likely if it hits somebody better than who you would have taken anyways and what's even best about it a, a sure fire 
bet. If Kevin if Kevin White turns into, you know, uh, not saying these guys are similar to players, but say he turns into Julio Jones. Right. Okay. Well, Julio Jones is going top two, top three in dynasty startups. You can get any running back you want for Julio Jones. Right. Up. You can get DeMarco Murray or whatever, you yeah. know, or. Uh, I'm sure there's something. Le'Veon there, Bell. Le'Veon Bell, the number right. one dynasty running back. Right. Straight up. Is TJ Yeldon going to be Le'Veon Bell? Possibly. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's a possibility. Right. But, you know, obviously odds aren't in his favor. Right. So, and, that, and, that's, and that's why you take best player available. That's why you do it. Right. Same thing how Mike would take, you know, he doesn't, to him on his board, best player available is Jameis Winston. Okay. As Jameis Winston turns into Andrew Luck, you can get any player anywhere. Right. You can get Julio Jones for Andrew Luck. Right. If the guy has enough receivers, you can get anybody you want for players like that. Right. And then some. You know, you can you can get future first and a good player there. You know, like I want Eddie Lacy for Julio Jones, you know, you can get Eddie Lacy, uh, maybe another vet like good rookie prospect and a first round pick. Like like for example, if I if I do go ahead and take Winston, then I'll have like Winston, Flacco, and and Carr. And RG three. And RG three. Who I'm not giving up on yet. Right. But he's on the back burner right now. Yes, he's definitely but, he's on the he's on the low heat back there. Right, you know, just enough to cool down a hot dog. That's you're not, right. you're not making macaroni it. and cheese with RG three right That's now. That's about it, man. But like, so say for example, if Winston pans out how I think he is, I in theory could trade Carr or Flacco for proven proven talent, a Correct. proven commodity, and I can plug a hole with somebody that would help my lineup you and know the draft I mean? pick was a success right and that's the key you want to hit on these picks any way you want to come about it you want to hit on these picks i would say like you know it definitely best player available majority of the time that, yes. that's the you know there's always um there's always exceptions to the rule because, you know what i'm saying but for the majority you want to go best starts, player available. it starts to trickle and, and i always say within within like a two pick period Definitely after, like, the first round, okay? After the first round, you get in the second round, you really need a running back, and say you have somebody there like a Philip Dorsett, mm-hmm. and then you have, um, you know, say you have David Cobb. And to you, you have Philip Dorsett at 15, and you have David Cobb at 17, okay? And you're in the middle of the second, second round, and they're both available, and you don't need a receiver. Then you can take somebody like that for need, because right. they're so close. Right. If they're close on your board, because there is going to be instances where guys are close on your board at different position. You know what I mean? So maybe at that, at that point, you, you draft for, need. for team need. You know what I mean? If, if it's a clear cut, hey, this is the line. The line stops this one guy. Then don't, don't reach. That, then, then we're talking tiers. Right. You know what I mean? Right. As long as they're within a couple picks in the same tier, feel free to do it. Okay. And, I, and I, I'm in a good example here in the Dynasty Nerds League, okay? I have the sixth pick. Mm-hmm. To me, I am right outside that top tier, right? That first tier I have. Yeah, absolutely. Of Devontae Parker, Kevin White, Mari Cooper, TJ Yelt, or Todd Gurley, and Melvin Gordon. That's my top tier, those five guys. So I'm on yeah. the outside looking in. Uh, it's, it, it, but I'm not upset about it, you know? I even had an opportunity to trade up to five. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm not going to give anything up. I'm okay with where I'm at. Yeah. Because I like TJ Yeldon a lot. Right. And if you listen to podcasts, I was talking about TJ Yeldon last year. And I gave crazy comps of how, at a freshman, he reminded me of a young Adrian Peterson with his his frame. And my, my mock draft one year ago, I had Yeldon number two overall. So he's been on, he's definitely been on the radar for, for a, a long, long time. time. 
So now here I am too. I really like Nelson Algalor. Okay? Yeah, you do. His I, name keeps coming up a lot. I have Algalor. I have Yeldon at six on my big board, rookie mm-hmm. big board. I have Algalor at seven. Okay. Okay. And at, fl- at first I had it flip flop. Now, in our, and I just it happens in our league, and just like everybody's league, I need I could use running back help. You know, I have Le'Veon Bell who's going to face this. You know, right now it's a three game suspension. It might get reduced. It might might not. I have Alfred Morris. I have Charles Sims. I have some I have some running backs there, but I need the help. And definitely, if I want to make a push, so to me, losing Le'Veon Bell for a couple games, you know, I'm still my big pusher. I I want to win this year. My time is, you know, limited for some of the guys I have, like Drew Brees. I have Andre right. Johnson. Yeah. So I really need that running back help. So for me, it's between Al Galore and Yeldon, and I'm taking Yeldon out of need. Now, not just because, like I said, I've been a big Yeldon fan, but I'm taking Al Galore or Yeldon for need. If, if, I was, if I had one more running back, I'd probably take Al Galore for the long-term but investment. But it's close enough in your mind where... But it's close enough where I'm not reaching. I, and, one and if my opinion means that I have Yeldon over Al Galore okay. anyway, so... And, and, and to me, they're in the same tier. I have them back-to-back picks. So I'm taking for need, but I'm also taking because I like them as well. But to me, they're in the same tier. Like, I wouldn't fault somebody for going any which way. I mean, for me, like, that next tier is Yeldon, Abdullah, and Algalor. And I wouldn't fault that. You know what I mean? Like Either either way you go. You go best if if you do have a clear-cut best. Because play, people are going to have their favorite. I have the beholder. And if you people like Abdullah more than Yeldon. Right. That's fine. I don't. Not even. Yeah. To me, that's like. To me, they're. If it depends on what day you ask me, uh-huh. you know, I flip flop all the time. I, I just, I love Amir Abdullah. So I like him I, a lot too, but I have, see, I have the difference between like me, I have, I have it Yeldon six, Algalor seven, Winston eight. Okay. Is where I have them. Right. And then, uh, right then I have Yeldon right around here, like right around nine. Yeah. 10. So for me, that's a significant drop off. Right. Where I still love him, but for me to try and even think, consider him at six, he's not even in the realm of possibility. Okay. And honestly, my biggest hope is somebody trades up to number five because they know I'm taking Yeldon. That's why I've let it be known that, hey, I'm taking Yeldon. Yeah. Because somebody else wants a running back, and they say maybe, maybe they have that tier, like, wow, Yeldon, you know, he's a, he's a three-down back. Abdullah might not be a three-down back. They right. jump me to take Yeldon at five, and then my dream comes true, and I get Devontae Parker at six, and I make my pick in two seconds flat, not entertain anything. Right. So, and, that, and that's a good idea. As I was saying, that's a good idea in the first round where I'm taking somebody, you know? And then, here I am. I need, if somehow Devontae Parker comes there, if somehow something crazy happens, and it's Devontae Parker and TJ Yeldon, it's still it's a no-brainer. I don't care if I have zero running backs on my team. I'm still taking Devontae Parker. So basically, just kind of like, hey, so what we're saying, first round, best available. Correct. Make sure you have tiers. Tier your players. Mm-hmm. And if they're, if you have a group of players in, in the same tier, like two or three guys, and you can't really make up your mind, then then you can draft based on team need. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, but the trump card is best available. Yeah. And you second and after once you've created your tiers, you take the best available. Then if the if you fall into a pick where you have a couple guys in the same tier, I would say if draft if it there in your mind if there isn't a significant change, draft for team need second, but best available first yeah and i'm in uh here's another example that i just did today right i'm in uh i'm in the gridiron classic league it's a it's a league of it's a dynasty league of all the industry guys you know dlf's in it x and y's podcast it's it's run by dynasty football warehouse um all the dynasty sites and podcasts are in this league well 12 of them at least okay. you know and my team i it's a team i took over is loaded at quarterback i mean so your Andrew. 48th league right it's my 
51st league game. Okay. So, All right. Just uh, trying to keep track. Hey, and I'm 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 probably gonna do another listener league somewhere down the line. I'll right. probably have to start one every year, but we'll we'll get that when it leads to it. Right. Okay. The good thing is I I enjoy Dynasty. Right. It's all I use MFL for everything, so it's all on one app. Right. So that it's all right there nice. in my fingertips. Yeah. But going back to the the Gridiron Classic League, the team I took over. I have Andrew Luck. I have Derek Carr. I have Joe Flacco. Awesome. Uh, I mean, to me, that sounds awesome. Yeah, and I have uh I have uh I have another couple. I have one more quarterback too. I can't remember offhand. Well, we come in the second round, and I had the ninth pick in that league, and Marcus Mariota's on the board. Mm-hmm. And to me, I did, not want, I did not want to take Marcus Mariota. But he was such clear to me at that point, the best player available, even though I didn't need him. Right. And, of course, as soon as I take him, I get a trade-off for two seconds later for somebody offering me garbage for Andrew Luck. It was, it was funny. Yeah. So far, because I joined the, that league this year, the trade offers I got, the people must think I, don't, I have no idea what I'm doing. Right. It just it's embarrassing. Uh but you know, that's what you do. Yeah. Everybody newbie. You just right. test the waters. Right, you have to. But I, I took Marcus Mariota. Because okay. to me, he was clearly not by a little, by a lot. Because all who, the running do backs. Do you remember who high. else was just to give us an Tyler, idea? Tyler Tyler Lockett was available. Right, okay. Um, you know, guys along like those lines. You know what I mean? Like, right. like to me it was to me, Marcus Mariota was a second round talent. Rookie talent, and the rest of the guys were like third. You know, I could have reached for like a Matt Jones. Um, I could have taken like maybe a Justin Hardy there as well. But to me, you know, Marcus Mariota was the best player available. Right. So I, I mean, him. based off of my list and the players you're telling me, that is significant drop. Yes. And say, and now, and here's my, and this, the, now here's the theory going into this that we just talked about. Now, if I have Derek Carr, who's young too. Now I have Andrew Luck. Okay. If somehow Derek Carr, and let's say Derek Carr and Marcus Mariota turn out to be pretty good. You know, not obviously not Andrew Luck, right? But maybe they could turn into like a like a Big Ben kind of guy, like a number five overall fantasy right. or Matt Ryan, right? You know, because it's number five, and I have two of those guys. I mean, because you got to think Carr's trending up. Yeah, right. He looked good as he rookie. Really year. good. Like he looks like a guy that can put up some stats. So long term, your QB set in stone for a long, long friggin' time. time with Andrew Luck. I'm going to fill in the blank for what you're saying because I feel I already know how, where you're going with this. So if, if Carr and Mariota both pan out, now you're going to have people knocking at your door for one of those two guys. You'll have a backup because you'll be able to keep one of them. Mm-hmm. And you'll be able to trade a Mariota, for example, say he does do well, and you'll be able to fill in another team need because you didn't reach for... Justin Hardy and he didn't exactly. and he didn't pan out. Or here's even another spin on it, even better. If they both turn into like two Matt Ryans, right? Okay. And it is crazy. This may say I could trade Andrew Luck. Yeah, yeah I guess you could. I, but that and, sounds crazy to me. I would never. Maybe because I like luck. And I like luck. And this lot. is the first. This is my first luck share in any dynasty. Yeah. League, so I'm like how, Yeah, I would be so about, happy. But at the same time, if I have, t- t- like, say I have the number five and six quarterbacks, right? And usually the difference in fantasy points between the number five, four, number, the number two overall quarterback and number five is usually not drastically different over the span of 12 games. Right. Okay? If I have, like, Matt Ryan, so I'm just because I think last year, let's use an example of, like, Big Ben finished number five last year. Okay. But he's, he's not a great example because he's a little bit older. But even Tannehill right now is going, like, number seven overall. But a guy right knows like terms okay i can get a lot more for andrew luck you can but, here, but, but here's here's the thing where I, I always feel like people devalue the quarterbacks i don't just I mean, 
and I'm sure there's someone out there that'll put a lot more numbers and thought to it and kill me on Twitter for it. But if you have luck every year, who's at the top now, granted. Okay. Now granted the difference between like how you're saying three, four, five and whatever, there's not that much of a difference, Mm -hmm. but it's about the consistency you, you brought up big Ben. Is he consistently in that top three, four, five quarterback consistently top 10. But he could easily go from three to Correct. 12 one year. With luck, you know you're going to be top at the top. Three. Like Aaron Rodgers has never finished his, his season started worse than like a, the number two overall fantasy quarterback ever. That's my per, that's a perfect example. And I, and I get your point, and that's an argument you would make, and that's how you would that's run your team. steady, consistent every single year versus taking that roller coaster ride because you have, it's, I mean, to me, it's luck and Rodgers. That's, that's it. it. Oh, that's it. They're a tier of I their mean, own. You have those guys. I mean, to me, I would be so pumped. Yeah, because consistently, Russell Wilson's like you see Russell Wilson go as a three dynasty quarterback, and like, right. and for me personally, I think that I would never do. I would never do that. I mean, I don't. I understand his running ability, but to me, I would. I would never. Like I, I like. I, I'm crazy, but I like Ryan Tannehill more than I like Russell Wilson. Oh, to me, me, that's crazy. It is. It's crazy. It's okay. It's, it is. I. I agree. Mm-hmm. But to me, like I'd rather not, where I'm spent people are spending that money on Russell Wilson. I'm like, I'd rather right, have like, well, okay. no, not Ryan, see, you know, Matt I see Stafford. Your, I see your point on the value there. So But you're riding a roller coaster with I those guys from year to year, from season one to like year ten. You know, like, I've had Drew Brees on my roster for twelve right. years. You, know you I mean? haven't yeah, you haven't felt the pain. I haven't felt the pain. But and that and but I I do, I know that. I know and, and he carry guys like, if you have pain man and guys like that, like Andrew Luck will single handedly if you just have an okay roster, will carry you into the playoffs alone. They can get you a fifty-point game and be the difference maker and, and win you a game by themselves. But at the same time, like now, would I want to entertain offers for like Derek Carr and Mariota? Yeah, for sure to see. But it also at least puts me in a position to hear offers on Andrew Luck as well. You know, maybe I don't pull the trigger, but at least it puts me in a position by drafting Mariota and having Derek Carr. They listen to offers because maybe somebody like. Ridiculously overpays. Well, right. You always have to. And listen then, and all then the another, offers. like another, maybe then it's a draft where, like, you know, another, like, Jameis Winston comes out, who I, and I'm with you. I love Jameis Winston too, but you know, I'm not, I'll take this. I'll take, I'll take Le'Veon Bell and Julio Jones for Andrew Luck. Now, right. You know, I know it's crazy. Nobody's ever going to do that, but it's a, right. poss- it's a possibility. By doing a deal like that, yeah, you may, you know, it would probably increase your odds of helping you to probably win the championship, which is the end which game. Is the goal. Which yes. is the end game. So I, I see where you're going. The difference, but making the difference that, making Andrew a deal Luck, like that, you're you're definitely shorting it. your span. Your window closes. Yes, but I'm expand. I might be uh, doing that, but I'm expanding my your house. Cha- the square feet is going up, and I'm right. I'm getting granite countertops and hardwood floors. You know, because now all of a sudden I have. But that could easily blow up you know, in your face. I'm getting rid of. Okay, it's it's like my kitchen. You know, I'm getting right rid of this nice Viking super-sized refrigerator of Andrew Luck, mm-hmm. but now I'm getting, like, a real nice Samsung double-door refrigerator with some granite countertops over here, a nice, you know, you know, Gen Air stove over here. Right. No, I, I'm, like, it, naming, like, high-end appliances. Some people are like, what the hell is a Gen Air stove? Right. It's a really nice yeah, stove. Yeah, it's a nice stove. Yeah, really nice, really nice stove. But you know what I mean? It's kind of like, like, even though I'm losing the difference points of the game of Andrew Luck's game, like between, and I agree with you, like between a Matt Ryan, and Andrew Luck, it's significant. But when you throw in like a Julio Jones and Matt Ryan mm-hmm. and an Alfred Morris is better than what else you had going on. Cause it, at the same time, the win championships and it's, it's, I sent a podcast last week. It's whoever has the most stars wins, right? 
Right. One star is not Andrew Luck alone is not just like in the NFL. He's not winning you a championship. Right. The guy in our league is Andrew Luck has the third pick in the draft this year. Yeah. I hear you. You know, I mean, how many guy that has Peyton Manning in our, in our dynasty league? You know, in redraft leagues, yeah, it's different. But how many times the guy that Peyton Manning in our league has, has? How many times has he won a championship over the last twelve years? Yeah. You know, so it's not about just one guy and kind of yeah, and then, oh, this guy's number one in his position. You know. In our league, I have the I have the sixth pick in our league. Okay, I have the number one overall tight end in Rob Gronkowski, and I have the number one overall running back in Le'Veon Bell. Here I am with the sixth pick. Yeah. I have Drew Brees. You know, it's right. like so. It's not. It's when you when you have your dynasty team, it's about filling out that roster completely and having that complete roster and taking best player available helps you do that. In worst case, you can't get a. And here's the thing about it: even worst case, you can't find a trade partner. You still have a really good player, right? And taking best player available, where all these picks can be, they could be gambles. It's going to give you a higher success rate, and that's it. Because it's the guys that hit more on the rookie picks that end up winning in the long run. Oh, that, that's a that's a guarantee. So I, that's a that's a that's a guarantee. So how do you tackle like the second round? How what's your personal strategy for the second round? I, I, for even for me in the second round, I still try to stay like we talked earlier about like best available. But right. within a couple frame, like a couple right. like things, because we're talking tiers, like a lot of these guys, like if we bring up our rookie rankings here, um, you know, for me personally, I'll click on my name here. Uh, you two, you can check out our rookie rankings on DynastyNerds.com. Uh, if you want to single them out to see how my rankings rack up, you just click on my pretty face right there, or ugly face, just depends who you're asking. I will be updating mine after this draft. So this week, so maybe by the time you guys listen to this, my rookie mine will be, will be updated also. My over and my overall wrinkles too. And um, I actually just finished up too for everybody's listener individual overall rankings. Those will be going up as well, and a, an actual top forty rookie rankings on there as well. Cool. But you know, so we get here. So for me personally, we get into the second round here. So it's after pick around uh, twelve. So say I'm in the middle of the round here. So for me, in the middle of the round, I have. Max Williams, J.J., David Cobb, okay? So for me, one, in my theory, one of those three guys should be here. Now, my best available would say, you know, obviously if Jalen's strong there, I would take him, but I don't, I don't expect him to be there. So to me, let's just go with that example. Max Williams, J.J., David Cobb. Now, I just took T.J. Yell in the sixth round, right? So with the sixth pick. I have Rob Gronkowski. I got Dwayne Allen, and that's it, okay? So if I even had Max Williams at the end of this, which I don't because I'm a Max Williams fan, I would take Max Williams ahead of those two running backs who I do like right? because it's close enough because I do have a need there, and I do really like Max Williams. You know, I actually like Max Williams' talent more than I liked it. Now, my rankings show for it because I have him ahead of here, but I think of our overall rankings, it doesn't come out that way because I have Max Williams at 15, um, and other people have him. Uh, it's pretty consistent, anywhere from 12 to 19 here. Uh but Max Williams would fill a hole of my team that kind of need, even though it's not a real hole because it's, it's kind of depth. When you get in the second round, you're looking at some depth. And some of them turn into starters, like Jeremy Hill was a second-round pick last year. Now he's a clear-cut starter. Right. And he borderline could be a superstar. Borderline. Even though there's still news coming out, they still want to do it 50-50. Right. Which is kind of weird, you know, just, just on that subject real quick. Like, people just, like, Elvis Collins, Jeremy Hill is so big. Mm-hmm. His name is like I mean, let's face it. Jeremy Hill is a really hot commodity in Dynasty right now. Right, really hot. Yeah, like red hot, scorching. Right. You know, you can make macaroni and cheese with Jeremy Hill. Absolutely. Right. People are like dismissing Gio Bernard. Oh, I hate that. It drives me nuts. He still had a thousand yards. He he only played thirteen games last year. He right. Still had a thousand yards. Drives me nuts. Only because like it just just so happens to be that Jeremy Hill's so good 
It doesn't mean Gio Bernard stinks. No. It just means Jeremy Hill's awesome. Yeah. I, it, just because one guy's good doesn't mean the other guy's not good. Exactly. It drives me nuts when I'm just like reading stuff. It's like Gio Bernard's no good. And that just. Bye, bye, bye. Bye bye. Ridiculous. Yeah, just buy him. I mean, I'm his value's down. Right. It'll go, and it's going to go back up. And, you know, forbid that Jeremy Hill gets hurt. I mean, look out. Right. And, I, again, and Hugh Bernard can produce. Is he as good as Jeremy Hill after one year? Doesn't look like it. No. But does that mean you're not good? No, that doesn't no. mean you're not good. Just like Andre Ellington still holds good value. Right. Um, if you like Amir Abdullah, you like Gio Bernard. Right. I like those type of running backs. Exactly. And to me, I'd rather have, me personally, I'd rather have Gio Bernard than Amir Abdullah. Personally, well, I I would because I like the proven t- I like proven the proven ten, talent. Right. So because rookies, as much as we love them today, you know darn well there's a good year. chance they're not going to be good. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Look how many look. Oh, I don't want to say how many, but just using you know some examples like a Terrence West or Devontae uh, Freeman. Devontae Freeman. Drop. You know what I mean? Bishop Sankey. They're Bishop just, Sankey's even the worst case out there at number three. Right. And I feel bad. Like, I'm right in... Uh, and you're still waiting on Carlos Hyde. Now, we project that he will do well, but, but you're still, still waiting. But still, yeah, you don't know for sure. He's still a prospect right, right. now. And it's the same thing. I mean, think of, like, Kristen Michael. Right. So how, people are still how that How that train was, like, you could have got a first-round pick, a good mid-round right. first-round pick for that guy. There's so many. We could have a podcast of all first-round <laughs> Bus, yeah, yeah. But like you know, bus or guys that everyone thought were going to be, uh, you know, Ryan Matthews. Everyone thought he was going to be the next big thing, and what's oh, he doing? Man. He's just you know, he's a, he's an all right fill out your starting lineup, I guess. Not anymore, but like in years past, you know, nothing and we, great. And we keep the book. I mean, we have a book here. Oh, is the book in here? Oh, I don't have the book in here, do I? Oh, we I keep a, I keep a list of all our drafts over the years. I write them down. I keep track of them. This for. We go look back and look at them. But even, for example, right now I'm in the midst of, uh, I'm a procrastinator. So I'm lucky enough to write for the footballdiehards.com, their fantasy book. It's one of the top fantasy magazines that go out in the, in the nation. You can pick one up at any uh, local gas station, you know, drug mart, whatever. Right. right? I, get to write, I get to do their dynasty rankings and the rookie reviews in there. And, you know, so if you open up, you'll see the Dynasty Nerds logo. Uh, it's a fantasy football cheat sheet magazine and all that. And I'm just I'm looking at last year because I'm in the midst of writing it. It's due by Tuesday. It's you know five thousand words. Mm-hmm. I got to do forty players. I already did all the rankings on Excel, which took me hours. But yeah. uh, I'm seven players in out of forty. It's due by Tuesday. You better step your game up tonight. I'm a very I plan on drinking a lot of coffee tonight. Yeah, it still has to get edited as well. Right. But I'm I'm looking at last year's uh, model, and I'm like, man, look at that. And, I, and I'm mad at myself for not again that Bishop Sankey. You know, thing. I, I, let, I let the hype train get, even get to me. I put him up a little bit higher than I liked it. And I'm just looking at some of the rankings. I'm like, ooh, look at Jeremy Hill here. Well, you know, uh, and part of that goes to, at least for me, is like someone, because like, I think Matt really liked Bishop Sankey last year. He did. Right. He, he really liked Devontae Freeman. Right. And, 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 and I got to feel bad. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, I'm not trying to even like to badmouth him, but what I was trying to, where I was trying to go at is you respect somebody's opinion. So, like, I respect when Matt tells me, you know, it's like, hey, I really like this guy. It makes me second guess, guess what yourself, I'm, yeah. I'm like, I, if, if Matt likes him, he, and we all go, we all do it, and you hit some and you miss some. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Like sometimes year, he'll like, like, like the some. year you, you sold me on Kevin Smith. It's like, yeah, you know, I, I, right, Rich knows what, you know what I mean? I'm like, hey, I was, I'm like, it was a little it bit, a little bit, yeah. a bit, but what, what he's selling, I'm buying. I'm like, all right, it sounds good. You know what I mean? And, let, and let's so, face it, too. That's what a lot of people are looking miss. for out here when they ask you questions. A lot of them, 
and most of the time people have their mind torn like made up maybe it's between two guys or stuff they They're just want, looking, they it, want you to re reassure them. reassure that's them. all it is that's you know all what I mean? or or at least or make, tell me what i want to hear yeah or make that tough decision that you like you do like two guys equally they just right. want somebody to put you over the edge right but at the same time you said yeah i was wrong matt was wrong about those guys or i was wrong about but Kevin he's Smith. right he's right a exactly. ton of other times how how happy are you if you listened to me last year and you would have like you, what you guys didn't buy on on was jeremy hill right I was the only one in this room preaching Jeremy Hill. Like, man, I think this right. guy's be really good. Right. I think he can be, you know, and I just, even I just, even though he's going to Cincinnati uh, with Gio Bernard, which a lot of people are going to think he's going to be bad. Like, I think that's a good thing for him because right. I think it's not going to make him rush a lot. So he, what? He excelled my expectation. And John Brown, you know, those are guys right. I said, hey, take these guys higher than other people are going to take them. And if you took that advice and you're like, think I'm a genius. Right. So that just builds your resume for me. So when you tell me, I'm like, yeah, he was right on Jeremy Hill and John Brown. So like, he's got to um, be right about for this, this guy. particular guy, you know, insert player. I'm like, all right, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll put some stock into this particular player. So going back to writing that article, you go back and you look that you slightly missed that you had Bishop Sankey higher than you wanted. Yeah. But it, it probably has a lot to do with, you know, some people were uh, that you that respected. Yeah. yeah, you know, mm-hmm. but we all we all miss Everybody players. We all miss players. Yeah. yeah. And trust. Yeah. Because if we if we, I mean, if we were if you're, anyways that smart, you're, you know, we're doing more than playing dynasty fantasy football. We're, we're GM and NFL teams or we're, we're joining the most high stakes dynasty league possible because we're in every right. single time. All all the guys miss. Yeah. All, it, all the guys on ESPN, all the guys on every other site, they all miss. And if they tell you they don't miss, they're full. Oh, and I, I feel like some miss way more than this. And that's the thing. I feel at least like our hit rate, our hit rate is higher than, and I, I know it's self-gloating and I don't care. I'm very confident in what we do. I mean, we didn't start this podcast and this website for no reason. You right. Know, it's not for uh, pooping giggles. Right. Uh, I I have no swearing policy. Right. There, pooping giggles. Right. You, yeah, I like it. I want. I've almost wanted to swear twice, and that's usually not my style. But yeah. I almost did twice. Okay. Um. Yeah. I. I just. I'm for me personally. It's like I. I know. I, I feel like I watch a, enough of, of the game to know how it's played. Uh-huh. But it and so and I will make uh, reaches on players that I do like. Yeah. And I'll hit some guesses. Right. I, ed, they're educated guesses. Exactly. I'll never. I'll freely admit when I'm when I miss oh, on a player. I'm the first one to say, or I feel like I'm. The, I'll say when I'm wrong and I miss on players. I was big on Stephen Hill. Right. Whoops. I like I like Stephen Hill yeah. too. Whoops. Right. You know, I was big. I was big on Greg Little. Yeah. Whoops. I wasn't though. I took him based on situation, situation. and it was. But that kind of played bad. into it as well. Right. It was like the Greg Little hype train kind of built up, built up. Then he lands in a great spot. Right. And that's what happens sometimes. You just get. Sometimes the risk is worth the reward. You know what I mean? Like sometimes, right. like a Dorio Green Beckham. Like we all know going in on Dorio Green Beckham that he's a high risk player. Right. But the reward is so good out there. Like you right. have to take the risk. Right. You know, a guy like Greg Little, a guy like Dorio Green Beckham, guys like that, you know, you're taking a risk on. And but you know what everybody else is too, and somebody's got to take the risk. Right, it comes to the point you just have to take that risk yeah, the because so good. They all don't burn out. Some of them pan out. Right, and those are the difference makers. Um, so yeah, so take best player available. It it, it within tiers, within reaches, definitely, definitely more so the first round. And as obviously as you know, when you get in the third round, you know, from the like the third round, the whole round might be a tier. You know, and you just, right. whoever you kind of like and right. feel a need for like how I like it starts to like. Uh blend like first round for the most part i try to do best available second round i'm a little bit more liberal on reaching for a player that i have 
like I like this guy. I watched him play yeah. a certain amount. If there's a guy that catches my eye that I know that I feel pretty confident in, just so I can get a certain player, I might reach for him. And I have and no even qualms though, though, on doing but that. But to you, you're not reaching because those are your rankings. Right, but sometimes I'll even go ahead of my you know, you know, you ever do that? You I've make those it. those draft day, you, uh-huh. you have your rankings and you're like, I don't care. I'm jumping. I'm jumping three guys just to get this. It's one. even more I worse for us because, like, we make rankings. We do this. I have done, I look at my rankings. I write about fantasy football. I'm tweeting about fantasy dynasty fantasy football. I do this every day. Right. And I build some opinion, of them change, and I still and I can change my opinion just on a drop of you know because that everything's different when you're, when you're on the clock, man. Everything's you know? different. When Nobody you're wants on to the trade clock. that first round pick all year long, but all of a sudden they're on the clock and they're like, uh, right. Yeah, I could get Amir Abdullah, who I love. Hey guys, anybody here want to marry Abdullah? You know, anybody want to make this trade over here? Right. You know, let's do, at least to entertain offers. You know, like same thing with that number two overall pick last year. I tried all year to get it. No, 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 no. Come draft day. Hey, give me Jordy Nelson, and I'll give you the number two pick because I wanted money or whatever it was. I'm like, okay. Right. Whoops. Whoops. Man. <laughs> you know, whoops. got caught up in the excitement. But, but at the same time, like if I if I would if I would have felt the same way about Le'Veon Bell, who I got anyway, you know, and I would taken Le'Veon Bell there, you're like, okay, great. Right. Success. Right. You know, um, so that's, that's that best player available strategy there. Now, I'm going to one last thing here before we go. I hear people filing in right. this draft. Everybody's get here early to discuss trades. Right. Tom, at Dynasty Time, he called me two hours ago. He's like, hey, man, how early can we go over for the draft? I'm like, whenever you want, man. And he's like, me and Tony are available. He's like, we got trades, man. We got trades we got to talk about. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Get over yeah, here early. I feel like I hear people in the lobby. So. I hear them in the lobby yeah. out there, too. Probably listen to our strategy. Out right. Here. Like, Who, yeah. Who's they, got, the... they got cups to the door. Right. Amir Abdullah, what? Yeah. Who's taking him? Morse code out there. Right. <laughs> out there. I think they're at the door. Man, I really love Marcus Mariota. Right. Number one overall. <laughs> Number one overall. <laughs> Somebody tweeted me today, like, Rich, are you, are you trying to pull like a trick or you know, taking TJ Yeldon? And one, another person wrote, like, I thought you're not supposed to listen to Ant Dynasty Rich on draft day. Well, I'm taking TJ Yeldon. All right. Maybe. Maybe. Um, we'll one, see. One last thing I want to hit on here before we go. Obviously, today's not going to be an hour show because it's draft day, baby. We got to right. get out there. We got to negotiate. And I'll, and I'll tweet. You've already read the tweets about you know, the first round and stuff. And I'll probably write an article about the draft as well because um, these guys are all seasoned vets. But one last thing I want to hit on, what you hit on as the show started. Okay. Looking ahead the next year's draft class. Huge, man. Huge. Huge. And it's, great, it's a great strategy to use. Like Mike knows. He loves Jameis Winston, but he knows next year with Hackenberg, Cook, Cardale Jones, and there'll be another guy. Right. Comes out there. Yeah. There'll be four guys to choose from that could all be. I mean, Cardale Jones could be Jameis Winston. Right. He could be better than Jameis Winston. Right. He has that kind of ability. Right. You know, he's either be the first or the fifth. Like, yeah, I think he's that polarized of the like the the top quarterbacks. Yeah. yeah. So, and like, and last year was a good example. Like we we preached it all year long, and we. And again, if you follow us on Twitter, same thing people were talking about like last year. Like, hey, you can do that because next year's running back class is going to be good. You know, it's going to be a good class, so you can wait on it and right. running backs. Or people were throughout the year they they tweet at me like, hey, should I trade for this running back? I'm like, no, no, no. There's a really good draft class coming up this year, and this is in season. Right. I probably tweet out next this year's draft class of running backs is going to be really good, maybe a hundred times. Right. You know, to let people know. Absolutely. So looking ahead. Yeah, there's... helps you form your board. Now we say don't reach, but form your own board at the same right. time. You know, to, you know, Mike likes Devontae Parker. I've liked, I appreciate. I'm the same way. I like Devontae Parker more than Kevin White at the same time. But for my rankings, I'm gonna put Kevin White there because for you guys, it's probably they're so close. 
I'll go with the consensus on situation and everything there as well. But I, I'm, you like Devontae Parker more. Right, yeah. I mean, it's close. It's kind of similar to Yeldon Abdullah. Yeah. I could go either way. Me but too. I, but deep down, I like, and if, and if I, I like Devontae And if Parker. I was in two leagues on the same pick and they were both there, I will take one in one league and one in the other one okay. just to have. And that's, yeah. and that's how much I, I'd have to have a Devontae Parker shirt yeah. I'm a huge Parker fan as yeah. well. Um, but you know, and then like this year's draft, you can use that same strategy like next year's draft class you know you know you're probably gonna get in derrick henry and ezekiel Laquan, elliott yeah a running back a running back laquan treadwell at wide receivers probably be the best one best receiver but you know it's just like to me it seems like it's a little bit thin it's going back yeah exactly it's going back the draft seems a little thin and, and i don't know and maybe i'll be wrong because last year was the best dynasty class ever this year is pretty good for about 15 picks right around there and who, who knows how next year will be. But usually it right. is. You have, like, a first round. And at the end right. of the first round, you get in the second round, and you're, like, kind of like, ah. Uh, right. There's always there's always going to be talent in the first round. How strong is it? It's just, like, the depth of the talent. The depth of the talent. Know? And this there's year, going to be a ton of running backs are abundant. I mean, it's usually so hard to come by running backs, even when it looks good. You know, like the, you know, like, even, like, the Gio Bernard and Eddie Lacy, Le'Veon Bell. That's probably the last best running back class, which mm. was not too long ago. Right. But still, Monty Ball. In that top tier, mm-hmm. Uck. The first two picks, Gio Bernard, not Uck, but not what you want him to be as no, number one overall absolutely pick. Absolutely not. And then you had Le'Veon Bell going after that. And then Eddie Lacy with the other two after that, right. which are nice picks right. to have. So looking ahead puts you in a position, like Mike said, if, if to him he could pass on an elite talent that he does like. Because I have passable QBs right now. Because he, ha- he, has, he has a suitable lineup now, and he knows next year you can do that. If, it, if yes. Because it's either going to be make or I feel like then next year, this year will be my make or break. Yeah. You and know. look at the guy last year who had the third pick and he reached for Bishop Sankey and he passed on guys like Jordan Matthews, Brandon right. Cooks, Odell Beckham, right. Kelvin Benjamin. If he would have done that, he could look ahead and be like, you know what? I really need a running back, but maybe I'll settle. I will take the best player available here. I will take uh, Jordan Matthews mm-hmm. or I'll take Brandon Cooks or I'll take Odell Beckham. Right. And maybe. And, and sometimes it helps you out, too, because I'm like, you know what? Maybe then I'll reach a little bit in the next round, and I'll take Jeremy Hill. Because I know Rich said he likes Jeremy Hill. So I'll reach in the next round, take Jeremy Hill uh, there, and go that route. Or maybe even say, maybe maybe his best player available is Cody Lattimore. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, I'm, I'm going both those guys. Because I know next year, I, I still have a running back. I still have a high pick. I can still get a guy. I'll go. It's a deep class next year. And then he all of a sudden takes Odell Beckham. He doesn't have the third pick this year. He moves down to like the fifth pick, somewhere around there. Well, now the fifth pick, guess what? Now you get T.J. Yeldon, and T.J. Yeldon's you know, probably better than all those guys. And then you still came in with Jeremy Hill, right? So looking ahead, and got to do it at least, and just to get a broad idea, like wh- who are the name main guys? It's going to change, but who are the main guys to kind of know to help you out this year? Because if you're close, if you're if you're teetering on that, you know, look ahead. That might help you make your decision a little bit right. better. So, well, that's it, guys. All right, that's it Let's for today, draft, baby. We got a uh, we our draft starts here in about forty minutes. I gotta go out there and negotiate. Right. I'll let you guys all know who I come away with. You can grade my draft. I'll tweet it out. I'll tweet it out. But by then, once you hear that, you already have known we did that. Yep. I don't care. Anyways, I'm still tweeting it. All right. And I'm gonna retweet it. All right. And then, uh, well, in the meantime, guys, definitely can't encourage you enough to get onto the forum. Uh, a lot of dynasty startup leagues that people have been posted on there. Um, a lot of trade talks, a lot of rookie talks on the forum, DynastyNerds.com. If you have any Dynasty questions or you want to uh, ask me how my rookie draft went, or if you have any strategy questions at all, hit me up on Twitter at DynastyRich. I'm at DynastyNerdMike. You can follow the site at DynastyNerds. Uh, shout out to all the people that give us a review this week on the iTunes. Got a really good one. 
this week too. His name was like a little giant. It was a really long, intense one. I really appreciate that one. Always appreciate all the podcast rankings and reviews. And of course, you can always buy a Dynasty Nerds t-shirt to improve the looks of yourself. Better yourself. The rookie draft and in public. DynastyNerds.com. Until then, guys, have a good one. We'll be back next week and we'll talk some more Dynasty Fantasy Football. See ya. Later. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to check us out at DynastyNerds.com for up-to-date Dynasty insight. And follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Nerds.